Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to stay tuned in for an important message from Washington, D.C. at the close of our program. Now, here is the Amos and Andy Show with their guest tonight, Charles Boyer. Where Andrew H. Brown is concerned, it seems that Cupid never runs out of darts. The little fellow with the arrows has found Andy's heart once more, and we find him madly in love with the fashionable and well-to-do Sabina Emerson. At the moment, Andy is at Sabina's house, about to pop the question. Honey, I admit that I done heard the call of love two or three other times in my life, but now I knows it was just whispering. This time it's really shouting at me. I was crazy about you, Sabina. Well, that's very flattering of you, Andy, to say that, and I want oh, you to Oh, honey, know I can't get you off my mind. Look here. When I sits by my window at night looking up at the sky, I sees your face in every cloud. And when I walk through the park, I sees you looking up at me from every flower. And even when I shoots pool, your face is in every pocket. <laughs> Andy, what are you trying to say? Sabina... What I'm trying to say is something that I never said to no gal before. Will you marry me? Why, Andy, I had no idea. Oh, Sabina, please say you'll marry me. Well, Andy, I, I'm very fond of you, and I enjoy being with you, but, well, I don't know just how to say it. Yeah, well, what's wrong, honey? Well, it's Mama. She says you're all right for a friend, Andy, but not to let it get serious. Yeah, she wanted to be strictly flutonic, huh? <laughs> Well, don't your mama like me? Well, to tell you the truth, Andy, mama feels that before anybody marries into us Emersons, they got to have background and charm and refinement. Hmm. Well, ain't I got them? Well, frankly speaking, Andy, and I think there's cause for frankness, mama feels that you was a little uncouth. Yeah, well, I admit that I got a few rough edges here and there. But if you give me a little time, I could cooth myself up. <laughs> It goes a little deeper than that. You see, Mama says... Mom, Sabina, get your wrap before we're late for the concert. Yes, Mama. Uh, is Sabina got to go, Miss Emerson? Well, it's an all-Beethoven concert tonight. <laughs> Sabina adores Beethoven, and she wouldn't think of missing it. Yeah, well, us Browns doors Beethoven, too. Him and Spike Jones is our favorites. Oh, uh, wait a minute. Maybe I could go along with you. I'll pay for my own ticket and everything. Oh, Mr. Brown, I'm afraid you would be out of place. Sabina? I'm telling you, Amos, you're wasting your time looking in that dictionary. Well, it ought to be around in here someplace. Well, there's a lot of words in that dictionary there, but I couldn't find no uncouth. Tell you the truth, Amos, there ain't but three words in the whole book that start off with U-N-K. Uh, wait, wait a minute. Uh, here, here it is. I done found it, Andy. Here, look. Here it is. Uncouth. Uh, it starts off with U-N-C. It say here, awkward, lacking in refinement, crude, clumsy, vulgar, offensive, obnoxious... Hold it, hold it. That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> now, tell me this. Why are you so interested in that word? 
Well, Amos, that's what Sabina's mama say that I is. Tell me, Amos, why is it that mamas don't like me? Well, Andy, that's a hard thing to... No, no, there must be something wrong with them. My mama always liked me. <laughs> yeah, well, you know how gals' mamas is sometimes, Andy. Yeah, I know, well, but... Well, hello there, boys. How is yeah, you? Hello, hello, Kingfish. Hi, Kingfish. King uh, just dropped in to see what's new. Well, I is having trouble with a gal. There ain't nothing new about that. Well, there's something new about this. I wants to get married. Hmm, you hear that, Amos? The man wants to get married. They still ain't got all the crazy men's locked up yet, is it? <laughs> Well, you is married, Kingfish, and you ain't locked up. No, but there ain't much difference. <laughs> Saint, huh? Brother Andy, when a man gets married, he might as well put adhesive tape on his lips. He done had his last chance to open his mouth. He is, huh? When the average married man say, I do, well, he just done said everything. <laughs> From then on, his vocal cords is just a uh, luxury. Well, listen here. I don't care what you say, Kingfish. I wants to marry this gal. She's pretty. That's only skin deep. She's got class. That'll disappear. She's sweet. That won't hang around long, neither. And she happened to have some money. That won't be... Uh... Andy, why don't you marry the gal? <laughs> All you got to hear is money, huh, Kingfish? Well, Emos is just that if Andy marry a gal with money... He can go into one of the businesses that he has always wanted to. Ain't that right, partner dear? Oh. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. Marry the gal, Andy. Do me a favor. Wait a minute, Kingfish. Wait till I tell you what Sabina's mama say about me. What's that? She say I is uncouth. Mm. And on top of everything else, her mama say I ain't got no background or no charm or refinement or nothing. All right, I'll tell you what. We'll get them things for you, Ender. Look here. I'm going over to see Henry Van Porter. He knows all about that charm stuff. Don't do nothing till you hears from me. In other words, Kingfish, before Andy can sway the young lady to enter in the matrimony, he got to polish off some of the rough edges, huh? Yeah, like I tell you, Henry, if Andy marries this gal, there's going to be some dough floating around. We might be able to get in the way of some of it, me and you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just got to get him coosed up. That's all we got to do. Yes, well, uh, wait a minute, Kingfish. I have a thought here. It so happens that my sister-in-law, Eula, is head maid at one of the big downtown hotels. Mm-hmm. Now, only yesterday, she asked me if I knowed of anybody that would be interested in taking a job as valet or sort of a man about the house. Oh, what about it? Well, the man that's looking for this valet happens to be none other than Charles Boyer, the big moving picture actor. Yeah, I still don't see what you're driving at, Henry. But look here. Charles Boyer is the most cultured, refined, and charming actor on the screen today. He's got the knack of always saying the right thing at the right time. Well, I don't know nothing about that. When I seen him in the picture, he didn't do much talking. Seemed to me all he done was kissing. <laughs> but I guess you can't blame him for that. Better than driving a truck. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, well, Kingfish, if Andy was to take this job over a period of a few days, he has got to pick up some of Mr. Boyer's quality. Yeah, that's right. I'll sell Andy the idea. Uh-oh. I just had a horrible thought. What is it? Oh, it couldn't be. I was just thinking how awful it would be if Mr. Boyer was to pick up some of Andy's qualities. (laughs) 
I'm telling you, Kingfish, I was willing to do anything to get Sabina to marry me, but how was I going to convince that Mr. Boyer that I was a valet? Oh, listen, Andy, valeting ain't nothing. All you got to do is to figure out what you would want somebody to do for you if he was you instead of him. Then go ahead and do it for him instead of you. That's all you got to do. Oh, uh, what is that again, Kingfish? This left ear of mine ain't been picking up good lately. Andy, believe me, there's nothing to it. You'll catch on right away. All right, I'll do it. Great. And listen, uh, don't forget the most important thing when you was up there. Keep your eye on Mr. Boyer and soak up all the coosin' you can. Oh, Miss Carlson. Yes, Mr. Boyer. Uh, that man who was going to apply for the job as my valet, he has not arrived yet, has he? No, but I expect he'll be here any minute. Mm. Ordinarily, I could get along myself. It's just that I'm so busy here in New York. Yes, producing a picture and selling war bonds at the same time certainly keeps you on the go. Well, I hope I can get a valet to help me. I'll get it. Oh, I hope it's him. Oh, oh. My name is Andrew H. Brown. Uh, I don't come to see Mr. Boyer. Come right in. Oh, yes, ma'am. Thank you. Mr. Boyer, this is Andrew H. Brown. Oh, Mr. Brown. Entre donc. Oh, pretty good. Entre donc to you. Uh, now, sit down. Sit down. Uh, you've come to take the valley job, no? I don't come to take the valley job yet. Well, I think you will do, Andrew. You know, I like you. Yeah, well, I'm crazy about you, too. <laughs> and you know, with me, the first impressions are what counts. At the very first glance, I can tell that you are industrious, reliable, hardworking, and never loaf on the job. Oh, who, me? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, I'm on my toes, all right. Yeah. Well, then it is settled. My secretary will discuss the salary with you, and I'll see you in the morning. Oh, yeah, sir. Uh, uh, Mr. Boy, one thing I'd like to ask you. Hmm? Is I going to be around you a lot while I was on this job? Oh, yes, yes. In the course of your duties, you will have quite a bit of contact with me. Oh, by the way, Andrew, uh, tomorrow morning, I would like you to press my Oxford gray suit. I'm expecting a very charming young lady to visit me. Mm, yes, sir, yes, sir. Uh, uh, Mr. Boy, what is it? Would it be all right if I brung along a notebook? Andy has a job as valet to Charles Boyer. Right now, he's talking it over with Amos. So you're going to start tomorrow, huh, Andy? Yeah, and it looked like it's going to work out great, Amos. I guarantee that by tomorrow night, they're going to be a new Andrew H. Brown. Charming, refined, cultures, and cool. <laughs> oh, Andy, wait a minute. You know that charm stuff ain't like the measles. You don't get it and have it break out on you all the same day, you know. Yeah, well... If things work out like they look like they're going to work out, I is going to be so refined by tomorrow night that Sabina and her mama will both want to marry me. Uh-huh. You know, I done called her up and made a date, and I told her she is going to see a new Andrew H. Brown. Well, Andrew, 
I see you've been busy this morning. Everything looks ship-shape. Uh, everything look what? Ship-shape. Ship-shape? <laughs> you know, Mr. Boy, the way you talk sometimes, I can't comprehend all the words in your vocabulary. <laughs> oh, well, Andrew, you are no Patrick Henry yourself, you know. Uh, oh, I see you got that gray suit on, Mr. Boy. I done pressed it for you, you know. Oh, yes. Merci, merci. Yeah, I guess it is a little messy, all right. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I'll do better the next time. Oh, as I told you yesterday, Andrew, I have an important appointment here today with a young lady, and I would like you to tidy up the living room a bit. Oh, I, I, I already done that. Yes, sir. Slick as a whistle. Oh, well, in that case, I think it... Mr. Boyer, Miss Cummings is here. Oh, good. I'll be right in. Oh, Andrew, uh, when you have a chance, uh, put some oil on the hinges of that door. It's so squeaky. Uh, yes, sir. Okay, Mr. Boyer. I'll get around to it. Uh, Miss Cummings, I'm so happy to see you. I guess I'm a little early. No, no. Uh, tell me, did you learn the part in the picture strip? Every word of it. And I must say it's a fine piece of writing. Are you going to play a part in it yourself, Mr. Boyer? Oh, heaven forbid. I've already made three pictures this year. A man's lower lip can stand just so much, you know. <laughs> I see. You're just going to produce it. That's right. I'm very anxious to hear you do this part because I'm looking for new faces for this picture. That's why I came to New York. Well, suppose we run over it and see how it sounds. Uh, just for now, I will take the part of Philip. You realize, of course, that in the picture someone else will play this. It wasn't written for me. No, oh, I can see that from the lines. Well, let us take this scene of the villa near the Casbah in Algiers. Oh, yes, I adore that scene. Now, remember, you are the beautiful American girl, and you do not know that Philippe is a low, miserable person, the equivalent of an American gangster. Mm -hmm. All right, Miss Cummings, begin, please. <clears throat> Philippe, you shouldn't have come here. Why, it's after dark, and I've come by the rooftops. The gendarmes will not know. That is not what I mean, Philippe. I've told you before that you and I are not for each other. You forget what Philip wants, Philip takes. Why are you looking at me so strangely? Because I do not like it when you say things like that to me. Ah, you crazy woman. You... Andrew, what is it? Oh, but, uh, uh, I just brought in some ice water here. I thought oh. you might get thirsty. Well... Thank you. Uh, put it over there. Oh, uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bah, uh, uh, you crazy woman. Suppose I were to tell you that I was leaving immediately. Before you could get to that door, my dear, I would kill you. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Andrew, what's the matter? Why do you stand around? Oh, uh, excuse me, excuse me. I'm going right back to the kitchen. Yeah. Mm. Now, where was I? Oh, yes. Uh, before you could get to that door, my dear, I would kill you. No, Philippe. No, you wouldn't kill me. Killing comes to a man like you as easy as the lifting of a finger. But you would never kill that which you love. Oh, Miss Cummings, that's what's excellent. Thank you. <laughs> of course, it must be very difficult for you when I'm so clumsy with this part. As I said before, this is not a part I could play, but I will do the best I can just for now. Let us go on with it. Uh, your next line, please. Oh, yes. <clears throat> Philippe, please stay away from me. Don't come near me. Oh, you are lovely. <laughs> Let go of my arm. You're hurting me. Oh, I twisted your arm. I hurt you. Well, 
Did it ever occur to you that my heart has also... Oh, Andrew, what is it now? Uh, well, well, I, I brought you another pitcher of water just in case you done drunk up the other one. Oh, no. Andrew, why don't you just run a hose in here? Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, sir. Well... All right, that would be on, Andrew. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, now, my darling, look into my eyes. Tell me that you will be in my arms wherever I go. No, Philippe, no. You will do as I say. Otherwise, I will beat you. And the more I beat you, the more you will love me. Oh, I do love you. And you will always love me, even though I treat you like a dog. Andrew, now, what are you writing on that notebook? Oh, uh, 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 just, just keep in track of how many pitchers of water I done wrong. <laughs> Oh, yes, yes, that's very important. We must not lose track of that. But, Andrew, you can do that outside. Yes, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> Poor fellow. He's far from being the ideal servant, but they're so hard to get today. Yes, I know. Of course, there is one thing. With Andrew around, I'll never die of thirst. <laughs> Shall I go on with the scene? <laughs> yes, please. It is the strangest thing, Philippe. When you are out of my sight, I hate you. But the moment your eyes meet mine, I'm under your spell. I... I would only be a fool to pretend. I will always love you, no matter what you do. So, but how can I be sure what you say is true? What if I should go away for months at a time and then come home and tell you I've grown tired of you? I would say I love you. Hmm. And your mother? What if she should come to take you away from me? What about that? What if I were to throw her out into the gutter? I would still say, I love you. Uh, <laughs> let us press together our lips till eternity. But remember, my dear, if you should ever as much as look at another man, I would cut his throat. I would tear it and do. Yes, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> Well, 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 well uh, this don't seem like a water-drinking crowd, so I come to take the water out again. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, I don't know what I would do without you. Why don't you go home? What? Look, Andrew, it's been a bit confusing here, your first day. You must be tired. Why don't you go home and get some rest, and tomorrow you'll feel like a new man. Mr. Boy, I feel like a new man right now. Kingfish, grab hold that collar button in the back there and help me get this stiff collar on, will you? Okay, Anna. Boy, all dressed up like you is, and with that charm you done picked up all this afternoon for Mr. Boyer. You can miss with that gal tonight. Yeah. You really coosed up to the gill. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, Kingfish, anybody that could peep in and see me making love to Sabina won't be able to tell the difference between me and Charles Boyer. Yeah, you really done learned some of that charm stuff up there this afternoon, huh? Oh, sure. You know something? Hmm. Mr. Boyer had a gal up there visiting him. And you know something, Kingfish? Oh, what? Charm ain't nothing like people think it is. Got a little more zip to it. <laughs> Do, uh, uh, what do you mean, Andy? Well, uh, it's kind of a secret, Kingfish. Me and Mr. Boyer don't want this to spread round. Before you know it, everybody would be charming and there wouldn't be no bums left. Yeah, I, I see your point, Andy. 
Yeah, well, I guess I'm about ready to go. Oh, uh, yeah. You look great, Andy. Good luck to you, son. And set that wedding date as soon as possible so we can get right into business the next day, pardon me, dear. <laughs> Oh, that must be Andrew Brown now. I can hardly wait to see him as he really is. Coming. Sabina, I'm going to listen from behind the portier. Come in, Andy. Oh, wee oui, wee, oui. mercy bo beep and all that stuff. <laughs> Come in, Andy. Won't you sit down? Uh, wait a minute. Uh, don't you notice nothing? What you mean, Andy? Well, can't you see that I was looking strange at you with my eyes? <laughs> no, they sure enough don't look strange to me. They don't, huh? Don't they look kind of dreamy, kind of half-open there? <laughs> My cherry, come close to me and let me crush you. Why, Andy? You is crazy about me, no? <laughs> that no really mean yes, but it's a charming way of putting it. <laughs> We should hold hands now. Who wants to hold hands? I'm going to twist your arm. Oh, Andy! Oh, boy, this charming culture really oozing out of me, ain't it? Andy, you hurt my arm. Sabina, that's because I love you. I'm going to keep on loving you more every day till I ends up treating you like a dog. <laughs> How I doing, honey? Andy, I don't understand you. I've never seen anything like this before. Well, that's just because I guess you ain't never run up into this uh, high-class refinement and coothed-up culture stuff before. But, Andy, this is such a strange way to show your affection. Oh, this ain't nothing. Wait till I start beating you. Oh, I've heard enough. Andrew Brown, you get out of here. Well, now, wait a minute, honey. Wait a minute, nothing. I heard every word of this. Oh, hello, mother. You get on out of here this minute, Andrew Brown. How would you like to land in the gutter? <laughs> Hey, take it easy. I just being charming here. You was looking at the new Andrew H. Brown. I didn't like the old one. And I don't like the new one twice as much. Get out! Well, 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 well wait a minute. Uh, take it easy, Miss Emerson. I can explain everything. Well, explain this then. Ow! 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 Miss Emerson, please, Sabina, give me a chance. Call the police! Uh, no, no, don't do that. Don't... Miss Emerson, put that base down. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. <laughs> Andrew. Uh, hello, Mr. Boyer. Well, you're a little late for work this morning. Yeah, well, I was quitting the job, Mr. Boyer. Oh, really? Yeah, and there's something I want to tell you. What is that, Andrew? Mr. Boyer, if you don't forget that lovemaking system you got, you're going to end up by getting your head busted in. <laughs> Now, as I promised you, here is an important message. We take you now to Washington, D.C. to hear from Mr. Elmer Davis, Director of the Office of War Information. I'm going to speak very briefly about a matter that concerns all of us. The coming months will be vitally important to every American. Soon the enemy in Europe will feel the full impact of our military blows. We are going to hit, as the President has said, from various points of the compass. We are converging for the attack. 
1944 can be the year of destiny in the European war. The attack which we will launch in cooperation with our allies is not merely an assault by soldiers and sailors and Marines. It is the combined attack of the entire American nation. For in this war, what we do at home affects very greatly our success in the field. The harder we work, the more we put into our jobs, the more chance we have of knocking out the enemy more quickly, and the more chance we have of keeping our casualties down. There's another aspect to this story. I am sure the men in Italy, the men fighting in the Pacific, and the men who will be fighting in other parts of Europe would like to feel that the whole country is in back of them. They will know how quickly and how successfully we invest in the common effort. And the enemy will know, too. We in OWI will see to it that the people of occupied countries and the people of enemy countries will know about it. For this is a demonstration of the unity of America against the common foe. In a way, by buying bonds, we are all engaged in psychological warfare. For the Nazi leaders are apparently unwilling to face the test of going to the public for their war loans. They can't do it. Our people can. For here, everyone is part of the war at the front or back at home. And as we prepare for the attack in Europe and attacks in the Pacific, the thing we all do as individuals is very important. And one thing we can do is to invest as much as we are able in war bonds. Let's all buy war bonds. Thank you, Mr. Almer Davis. Ladies and gentlemen, be sure to join the Amos and Andy show next Friday night at this same time when the boys will have as their guest Miss Ethel Waters. Our thanks to Charles Boyer for appearing with us tonight. He can currently be seen in Universal's all-star production, Flesh and Fantasy, of which he is co-producer. The Amos and Andy show is broadcast to our armed forces everywhere. This is Harlow Wilcox speaking for all of us, wishing all of you a pleasant good night. (laughs) 